Now it's time for a breakdown. You're listening to Gap to Gap, brought to you by The Breakdown. Three, two. Pebbles drill deep to left field. Going back choice. Looking up. See ya. 3,000. History with an exclamation point. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Swing and a drive to deep right, away back, goal! Jason Giambi has done it! Episode number 48, we're live, we're locked, we're loaded, Tommy and Seven, as always, here to bring you uh, all things baseball in this uh, corona pandemic. As Seven, how are you, my friend? I'm good. Uh, this is the new normal, so I mean, we got CPBL and the Red Sox getting away with one. I mean, we're talking yeah, the Red Sox. <laughs> we'll get to it. I want to lead with happy, though. We'll stay happy. Um, how about the Rakuten Monkeys keeping us happy? Just undefeated. Absolute fucking wagon of a team. Um, I mean, you and I pretty much knew this the second that we picked the Monkeys as our team without knowing anything about them that they were going to be this good so credit to us for being on the right side of history here as usual yeah as usual um you know the as we were quoted on twitter by an adoring fan we are cpbl's espn so i love that that's i that's it's got a ring to it it does um i'm not sure if this is this is fun made rivalry or if it actually is a rivalry but uh, according to the brothers and the monkeys uh uk fan ac- accounts it's rivalry week in the cppl yeah and the monkeys took it to an extra frame but gets a big w their sixth in a row over the brothers yeah i mean that would have been bad though losing the brothers the brothers are the worst team in the league oh um, nope oh yeah they are actually well wow. yeah so how about our boys being the only team over 500 right now Oh, it's amazing. And how about the only team that just doesn't have a loss? Uh, I mean, that too. <laughs> that mean, too. When you don't lose any games, you're going to be over 500 pretty easily. So Yeah, that's true. Hat tip to the Rakuten Monkeys and our MVP. Oh, Lin Cheng Fei. Yes. The man, the goat. Um, <laughs> I mean, you look at this Monkeys team through six games, 80 runs scored, 14 bombs. <laughs> Um, six steals, which is last in the league. But when you're slugging 595, you don't need to steal bases. You know what? This is the classic late 90s, early 2000s Yankees model for success. This is just <laughs> hit, hit this shit out of the ball because on base doesn't. I mean, you want to get on base, obviously. I don't want to downplay that for all my Billy Bean fans out there. But hey, we're leading the league in that too. So but yeah, and the fact is, when you can hit the ball out of the park, you don't need to steal bases. So. That's the formula, and it's working. And again, pitching, their pitching is so bad. Uh, we can yeah, say that. Yeah, it's not that. great. It's it not is great. not good. But as long as they keep hitting the ball the way they have been, I feel super confident that they might just ride this undefeated stretch out the whole season. 
A friend of mine actually made a pretty good uh, observation to me about the CPB, CPBL, and he said he likes it more than MLB because, in his words, and, and casual baseball fan, he goes, the guys just hit the ball. And, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, not, not, a, not a terrible point. But <laughs> I, I thought about it, and guys attack early in the count. Yeah. You know, we talked about it when we, when we did the live stream on Sportscaster on Saturday. Um, how Bonilla kind of just settled in. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, was it Bonilla? Yeah, it was Bonilla. He yeah, it. Bonilla just kind of settled in. And the reason for that is he was getting swings early in the count. He wasn't nibbling. He just went at the zone. And, I, again, like it's just an interesting observation from a casual baseball fan about an awesome league. It's interesting because that dynamic of, pouncing early in the count you would think it would increase the speed of the game but because the pitching is so poor throughout the whole league and i don't mean that in like a derogatory sense it's just the pitching level like the the talent level you're seeing from this pitching compared to what we're used to seeing doesn't hold a candle and that's it's i'm not saying it's a bad thing i'm just saying when your pitchers can't can't get consistent outs and hitters are just banking on swing on the first two pitches of every at-bat. You're going to see a lot of runs. Therefore, you're going to see longer games and slower games. It has nothing to do with the pitcher's ability to work fast, though I've noticed they don't work fast in this league at all. But I I think what you're seeing, and and it feels like the game goes quicker because you're seeing more runs and more offense, so you have that perception that the pace of play is is faster when you're actually watching the game. But you and I – we were cutting out commercial breaks, and we were there for a mighty long time. Yeah, I'm gonna actually find the the official length of our stream the other night. Um, but I think it was like three and a half hours. It was close, and the whole broadcast it was three hours, fifty one minutes, forty seconds, and that was you know granted I it had some some back end to it because I I thought I was gonna sit down and watch uh, a a, a virtual UFC fight on the end, but <laughs> they pushed it back a half hour, and I said, nah, fam. Um, <laughs> but regardless, um, it is it, the 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 11 Sports T- Taiwan stream mm-hmm. was scripted, or was with a video, was five and a half hours. Yeah. So we cut literally two hours of. of of content there and i actually just brought up the stream right now the game ended for us so actual gameplay was three hours 29 minutes 52 seconds yeah so i mean that's all you need to know right there um I, I, that's like the length of a game for october baseball in the mlb yeah I, close if nothing else yeah um yeah i mean you can't man it just is i i that's the one problem i do have with the CPBL is the the length of the the pace of play. Yeah, I, I that's the only thing I, I find. I don't. I wouldn't even say an issue. I just I've noticed it. It's very noticeable, especially when you lock in to watch a game from start to finish. It does lag a little bit just knowing that because in the back of my mind, I'm hoping that these guys can get outs. I love mm-hmm. watching home runs, and I'm sure everyone else does, especially for all these fans that. Might be, I mean, like your friend, they might just be not huge baseball fans, but they're watching this because that's all that's on. 
So you're going to get a lot of people that don't really understand the game fundamentally that think this is the normal. Yeah. So I get it both ways. I think for you and me that we're, I mean, I, I would call ourselves baseball purists. And I would as sense. well. Um, not to the point where. Not to an arrogant sense, but we yeah. are baseball purists. Yeah. And I, I think you and I expect a certain pace of play and a certain level of play that we're not getting with these games. But again, you can't be greedy when this is the only thing that's on. And I'm fully embracing it for what it is. I think it's it's awesome watching baseball in the morning. It's awesome being able to just kind of have it on while I'm working and knowing what's going on and being able to kind of take a mental snapshot of everything as it goes on because it gives us the opportunity now at night to be able to recap the games instead of predicting what's going to come. Yeah. Um, they, darn it. I lost my train of thought. I had I had a point to say off what you just said, and then I was reminded of the, the brawl in the oh yeah we got the other day. <laughs> oh no here i'm sorry I, I recovered my train of thought there we um go. to your point about uh waking up and being able to watch baseball like i told you this morning that, that i had a, a later go in time to work mm-hmm. so i was able to flip on twitch because the brothers uh have a broadcast on twitch which is awesome if the the monkeys are away i can still find a way to watch it mm-hmm. um and I flipped it on right before I went in, and bang, I'm, I'm seeing an extra innings game and waking up. And, and I think that's awesome. No, this, this is perfect. Um, we got the probables for, to, I guess, for us tomorrow morning's game. Yeah, so uh, drop, drop day's game. Drop, yeah. Uh, so we got Justin Nicolino going for the Monkees. Again, Schwung and C for the Brothers. Uh, Nicolino's a lefty, so love that. And also just love the fact that the over is probably going to hit again. I mean, hard-pressed to tell me otherwise. Uh, today today was the first under. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah, first under. Yeah, I mean, it was a also... 3-2 game. I didn't even bet it um, because I was too late. To Actually, no, I take that back. Um, Sunday was the under as well. Okay, all right. Yeah, you know, you're right. So two unders in six games, you're... You're trending in the right direction if you are. That's exactly uh, what Rob told us, too. He yeah. said 60% of these games are going to, the over's going to hit. And so far, the math is right. Yeah. I mean, this guy is an absolute savant when it comes to the CPBL, and I love it. He is, and, and I'm glad that we were able to have him on. Well, I mean, if you've, if you've noticed, he's getting a lot of buzz right now, so. <laughs> he is. He is indeed. I don't want to give that too much credit, but. I mean,. If the shoe fits. Um, <laughs> speaking of people with buzz, uh, I, I I know we teased it on our in our stream on Sportscaster. Uh, Baseball Brit will be joining us next week. He had uh, some health issues to deal with this week, so uh, he's shaking it off. He'll be good to go next week. Anyway, um, elsewhere in the CPVL, Guardians sit in second place at three zero and four. You Lions third at 3-0-5, and the brothers, uh, just a tough start to the year, 2-0-5, their only wins against the U-Lions. Um, I mean, besides the Monkees, if you had to jump on a team and say, this is the team that's going to see the Monkees in the Taiwan series, who are you thinking? I'd probably say the Guardians. Just I would as well. well. Even when we watched them, I know they got blown out, but they kind of made a comeback. Um... They're, they're scrappy. Yeah, they're, they're a scrappy team. The, the pitching wasn't great when we saw them, but I know Rob had mentioned that the Guardians have, you know, the, the better of the pitching in, in terms of the rest of the teams. So mm-hmm. 
I mean, conventional wisdom would lead me to say that the Guardians have probably the best shot at, at facing the Monkeys in the Taiwan series. So let me ask you this, because we've seen the brothers now against our Monkeys. We've seen them uh, start the year. You know, they got swept by the Guardians. Uh, they, they've gone 2-2 two two with the U-Lions so far and 0-1 in the first matchup against uh, the Monkeys. They are middle of the road in batting average. Their te- as a team, they're hitting 264, mm-hmm. But they do have the best ERA and the best whip across the board. Do you think that they're just kind of slumping right now, or do you think that this is something correctable and we're going to see the brothers uh, start stringing together some wins here eventually? I, I think just the law of averages when there's only four teams, you have to assume that the team's going to win its fair share of games eventually. I, I think they're going to come in chunks. I don't think it's going to be something like well, – like I, I would use the Guardians as a good example of like a team that's probably going to be more consistent than most. I don't – obviously the Monkeys going undefeated the whole year is ridiculous. Um, although, who knows. Hmm. But, <laughs> but I, I think, you know – when you look at like a comparable team to the brothers for the MLB, I, I would probably like put them in with like the Angels or a team like that where they're not horrible, but they're never going to overpower you. And that's, yeah. of course, the Angels of last year because we have no clue what they're going to do this year if they play. Um, I just see, I see them in, the, in that mold. I don't see any team that's like a Royals or a Tigers like level of competition compared to the other teams because it's so small. So you definitely have your upper echelon team, like the monkeys who are clearly the best team wagon, absolute wagon. And then I think, you know, the lions and the guardians, but the guardians are probably a better team. Like, you know, I would give them like Ray status where they could play spoiler, but I don't think they, they have the batting to keep up with the monkeys. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, All right. Another one, another question for you. The KBO starting up in South Korea. Yeah. Is this another league that you're going to try and keep your eye on? I'll keep my eye on it. Um, I, the thing is, I'm, I'm so into the CPBL now. Like, I, I feel bad jumping ship. Um, I'm, de- I'm definitely going to check it out. I want to keep tabs on it just for that reason to see if it's going to be. Because the KBO is much different in terms of the competitive, like, it's just a better league. Yeah. Uh, and I don't mean that uh, all the CPBL fans out there, like, it's a better league to watch. No, that's not what I mean at all. I think their competition and the level of play is a lot better. Um, so I think the KBO is something that I could dabble in when I need a break from the CPBL hit barrage. If I want to watch some pitching, then, yeah, I'll check out the KBO for sure. KBO, 10 teams. I'm going to run through them. And I want you to tell me who your team is. Okay. Do you want do you want just team names or t- or the titles? Where what do you want? Just the year, just year the established. Team name. Just yeah. team names. Yeah. All right. The Doosan Bears, mm-hmm. the Kim Woo Heroes, mm-hmm. the SK Wyverns. W Y V E R N S. Oh, dragons. Is that what that means? Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Um, <laughs> the LG Twins, the NC Dinos, the KT Wiz. The Kia Tigers, Samsung Lions, Han Wa, H A N W H A, Wei Wa, Han Wa Eagles, and the Lot Giants. Hmm. I'm feeling pretty Jurassic about this pick. Okay, I'm Lock glad we're on the same the page. Let's go. We're on the same yeah. page again. Lock me in with those dinos. We're on, we're on the same page again. Uh, the, the dinos established in 2011. 
Um, they went seventy three sixty nine and two last year. They subscribed to the to the win loss draw, uh, so formatting of record. Okay. Um, and they play Friday at whatever eight six o'clock whatever Korean time zone they're in. Um, so I got to figure out how. Uh, let's see what time is it in South Korea. It's 8.43 a.m. We're recording at 7.43. So they're an hour ahead of Taiwan, which would mean a 6 p.m. start time would be a 5 a.m. start time in the Eastern uh, Eastern time zone. Hmm. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that looks like that's the... Looks like they have two games a day, a... A 2 p.m. start and a 4 p.m. start. Or, I'm sorry, a 2 p.m. and a 6 p.m. Okay. So those 2 p.m. games are probably off the table for us. Yeah, I would say so. Unless you're really looking to get your baseball fix. I'm, I'll be honest, I'm good on that. <laughs> I love me some baseball, but I am good on that. I think I'm good on that as well, just because... And honestly, I'm probably going to be good on... Unless there, I can find a, a rebroadcast, I'm probably going to be good on the KBO. Yeah, I, I, the thing is, like, uh, unless we have, like, unless the baseball gods smile down upon us again and we can find our Rob of the KBO and get some type of information on it, too, because going into a blind like that is mm, like Stevie Wonder true. blind. You know what I mean? Like, we uh, we had at least done a little bit of research on the CPBO before the game started, but if we're going in, like, Andrea Bocelli blind on the KBO, then... You would know a lot of blind people. There's, there's a lot out there, man. <laughs> You gotta give them their due, um, but yeah, it's just it's gonna be tough, man. Like, and the rebroadcast, like if, if I don't have English broadcast to help me with it, then I'm lost, and I don't know. Counterpoint: We went with we muted the broadcast uh, of the CPBL, and that went well. That's true. Yeah. Um, which we got to talk about what we want to do for Saturday if we want to go do what we did, or do we want to add sound in? and keep the sound low and talk on top of it or what but something to th- something to think about yeah something to think about keep the sound low i, I just want to hear whammy <laughs> that's all i care about i because the, the reason i brought i bring that up is because i like i said i flicked on the the brothers monkeys game this morning and i didn't have an english broadcast but the the play-by-play was so low mm. that it was just it was just baseball sound. It was okay. awesome. See, that sounds good too. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that that's something we talk about. Um, oh, how about this? They don't call them umpires in the CPBL. What do they call them? Referees? Judges. Okay. So you have your chief judge, your first base judge, your second base judge, and your third base judge. Do they have outfield judges? They do not. Okay. Um, interesting. Um. That, like if you go to the CPL, CPBL's official website and find the the box score, they have a post match briefing. Uh, Rakuten six game winning streak. streak. Chen Shinwei interrupted four consecutive seasons of stealing a base. I don't know what like that doesn't make sense. I don't get that either. I I just don't understand what the stat means. Yeah, interrupted because he has four seasons of stealing i don't i don't know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna 
we're not going to press on it. No. All right, let's talk to about let's go to American baseball. Big news of the day: the Red Sox punishment coming down. Or lack thereof. Uh, lack thereof is probably the better way of saying it. They got off very very light. Mm. Um, Alex Cora suspended for the 2020 season, if there is one. Um, they lose their second round pick. Whoop de doo, and wait for it. Here's the heavy one. <laughs> The, uh, shit, I had it up and now I lost it. The video replay operator, JT Watkins, household name, is unable to, uh, perform that duty in the 2020 or 2021 season. Ah, JT, what are you going to do without you? JT Watkins literally became, just became a household name, and I'm not even joking. Um, but basically they're saying... It wasn't the guy that organized the entire system in Houston. No, no. It was the video replay operator. This is... I don't know how fucking Boston teams get away with this shit. Because this has... It's it's almost like a fucking mirror image of Deflategate. And whether you think it was right or wrong, I don't give a shit about that. But the whole punishment coming down with Deflategate where they basically threw everything onto that one guy... That had nothing to do with anything. He was he was a scapegoat for everyone. The ball boy. Mm-hmm. Like this is the exact same fucking thing happening with JT Watkins. Uh, like I don't know what the guy looks like. I've never heard his name until today. Clearly, he was the mastermind. He must have been the ringleader that was forcing one of the top teams in Major League Baseball history to cheat. Yeah, JT Watkins is your man, boss, and you got him. Public enemy number one. That is a bunch of bullshit. I, the fact that Alex Cora is tied to this whole scandal dating back to Houston goes to the Red Sox, they start cheating, and you tell me that Alex Cora had nothing to do with it? Like, come on. Yeah, and again, the, the guy who had a, a gigantic role in the, um, what's it called, the, 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 the Houston, the, uh, the Astros' entire scandal in their system you're honestly telling me that he that he just oh weird I, I happened to to stumble into a new situation and the same thing's happening no you know what happened was core probably showed up and introduced himself to the whole staff and JT Watkins was like hey Alex you know it's funny you cheat I also do that it's okay though I'll take the fall if and when this comes to bite us in the ass like that's probably how it went down. That I would imagine that JT Watkins was very well connected with everyone in the clubhouse too. <laughs> JT Watkins officially public enemy number one. Yeah, I just fuck this. Um, I don't even care. Like the the funny thing is, I don't really care because I'm so thirsty for Major League Baseball that I just wanted to play. Because the flip side of this too is the Red Sox become the biggest winners from the off season. If we don't have a season, they don't have yeah. to deal with any repercussions. Well, hold on a second. Houston? No, so hear me out, though. Red Sox don't have to deal with any repercussions. JT Watkins is their scapegoat. And they potentially could re-sign Mookie Betts with the prospects that they've already netted for the trade and act like it never happened. Yeah. Okay. So have we officially come to the point where we the, this year is counting for contracts yeah that's that that is what they have said so 
So I've probably seen the last of Francisco Lindor, is what you're telling me. Potentially. The, the other thing is, if they, I think it, it's all stipulating on if they play any games. Um, and I, I could be totally wrong about that, but I've seen a couple different things. I've seen that all contracts this year are guaranteed as if the year happened. And I've also seen that they need to play a game for it to count as an actual season. But the, thing, the gray area there is that they've had spring training as well. So technically they've had, they're not official at best, but they've technically had games. So you have to figure out how you weigh that in the whole grand scheme of things at the end of the year, if, if and when we don't have a season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I just, man. I mean, I'm going to have to say goodbye to DJ LeMayu, so. Yeah, but, I mean, counterpoint to <laughs> to that. Like, you can say goodbye to DJ LeMayu, and at the end of the day, DJ LeMayu doesn't crack the top 100 Yankees of all time. No, but in the last, you know, five years, I would give my left nut to watch him hit another home run. I'm not arguing that. I'm saying that I think you could argue that Francisco Lindor is a top five Indians player of all time. Oh, without a doubt, that's that's your guy's Jeter. Like, yeah, it, it, you're right. And and the fact that we just that he's just gonna walk. Yeah, that's just off me. That is uh, that's tough. But wait, is he just gonna walk, or does he have another year after this, or is this the last year? I'm pretty sure this is his last year. I could have swore he had 2021 too. I could be wrong so there's hope i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure that this is it well here's the here's the question for you while you look that up would you rather not see him play any games this year and just have him walk as a free agent oh no he is he is a rbl he's as another year till arbitration free agent 2022 okay so so that's i mean silver lining however yeah because i'm gonna be an asshole would you have rather saw him not play an inning this year, not taking one ground ball, and then just leave in free agency? Like, you didn't see him at all. Like, the girlfriend that just kind of ghosted you. Or would you rather have him stay on the roster and then inevitably get traded at the deadline, giving you false hope that he could potentially stay? I would say that would be contingent on where the Indians are at the deadline. Fair point. If the Indians were out of contention at the deadline, yeah, I'd, I'd be okay with letting him leave, honestly. like, And it sucks, but I would be. Um, but if if they're in contention and they deal him, oh, oh, fight, fight. We're going to fight. Um, Cleveland might, might burn down if that's the case, though. <laughs> Cleveland might burn down anyway. That, well, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Some some noise like 29 MLB teams mm. have committed to paying their their employees. Yeah. Guess what team isn't? It's, it's just the Indians now. I think it's just the Indians. Because I saw it, it might have been updated. I saw 22 out of the 30. It might be 22. Um, but the Indians might be on that list. I just know that the Marlins were the first to basically commit to that. And then, yeah, because Jeter's foregoing his salary. Well, when you're a fucking billionaire, you have that luxury. I don't care. Here's the thing. You know who else is billionaires? The fucking Dolans. That's true. That's a good point. No, I mean, yeah, Jeets. Yeah, Jeets. 
This is the first time I'll say something nice. Hashtag say something nice about Derek Jeter on <laughs> this. This is me saying something nice about Derek Jeter. Here's the teams that have pledged to pay baseball operations employees through at least May 31st, according to Jeff Passan, and this was as of two days ago on April 20th. White Sox, Phillies, Braves, Reds, Giants, Rockies, Blue Jays, Twins, Brewers, Diamondbacks, Cardinals, Marlins, Cubs, Royals, Red Sox, Astros, Mariners, Tigers. Missing teams, Mets, Yankees, Orioles, Rays, A's, Angels, Rangers, Indians, uh, Nationals, Pirates, and Dodgers. Um, also, your team's on here too, so I actually, it makes me feel less or not as bad. No, um, but I would put. So I I don't like that either, but I'll give the Yankees credit because they are they were the first team to volunteer for the antibody test that basically got that off the ground. So fair enough, fair enough. I think they're looking at it as we did our part. <sighs> I don't like this. <laughs> I don't think anyone does, to be honest. Um, unless you're like an absolute sadist, masochist who just loves watching the world burn. Like if you are Heath Ledger's Joker, then this is the perfect year for you because yeah. people are losing their fucking minds every day. And you and I, I mean, granted, I'm, and we talked about it at length. I'm so fucking happy that the CPBL is happening and we have a vested interest in it. And that, that's all great. But if I can't watch domestic professional sports, I might lose my fucking mind this year. Um, <laughs> I, again, would see, you, here's the thing. Let me ask you, would you rather have MLB baseball for half of a season mm. or CPBL and then football in the fall? We talked about this too. It, it again. It depends on how they structure the season. If it's fifty game, if you or not fifty games. If it's half the game, if you have eighty-one games or eighty-two, so they can make it an even number. Let's say they do mm-hmm. eighty-two. Are you playing it as if it was a regular baseball season, or are you doing that weird tournament bracket style? Let's say, hypothetically, it's an 82-game series with a typical schedule, but two-game series instead of three. I'd be fine with that. Give me that. You So you take that instead of CPBL and football? Oh, I have to give up football, too? Yeah. You get oh. just baseball or CPBL and football. Oh, God. I th- honestly, give me, give me the... Give me baseball. Um... Oh, see, I'm taking CPBL in football. I, I thought about it long and hard, but at the same time, this was supposed to be the Yankees' year to make it back to the World Series. Fair. And they, like, I want to see Garrett Cole pitch. I want to see Judge and Stanton actually play a, a quote-unquote full season at 82 fucking games. <laughs> and again, we're, we're speaking in conjecture. This is There's no... There's nothing uh, set in stone there's at no, all. Yeah. An 82-game season with two-game series is not uh, realistic. I think the until, fun thing would until be, it's though, said. here's the thing, though. It, it's fun if you use la- – so if you were to use 2019's records as kind of like a basis to seed every team, put the, like put them in those matchups for like for a, a March Madness-style bracket, that could be electric. 
that okay. that would be something that I would entertain because what I don't like about a shortened season, and we talked about it, I think the first time that was brought up a few weeks ago, is that if you don't have enough games, it doesn't separate the right teams from the pack. So you could have potentially a playoff scenario where, and again, it's a long shot, but potentially you could have like the Tigers and the Orioles and the Blue Jays all making it to the playoffs because they didn't play enough games to have themselves separate. We saw it last year with the Mariners. They had one month where they were unbeatable, and then they tapered off. But that's, yep. that, that's the problem. Yeah, it is. And I love the thought of a tournament, but because of that, I don't, I can't wrap my head around it. But at the same time, I want to wrap my head around it because I would love to see the Orioles get hot and, and make a run into this thing. You know what I mean? So part of me thinks it's fun and it keeps everyone involved and I get that. But as someone that knows what good teams are compared to what not good teams are. Fair. Like, very fair. I would not want to watch a World Series if it had a shit team versus another shit team. That's just like you're asking for another raise in Phillies World Series and no one watched that. That's fair. Um, how about this? Okay. Instead, would you rather, and this will be the point we wrap up on, um, would you rather the the 30-team tournament with, with goofy buys where, like, I think it's like, it'd be like three teams would get a buy to make that work. I actually got to look up how the, exactly the seating would work there. Um, or, and this is my, my stu- this is the dumb part of my brain. <laughs> um, a uh, 32 team tournament uh-huh. and the uh, the two teams are filled by the double A and triple A champions. Ooh, see, I think that's actually pretty fun. It would be two teams would get a buy in in the 30 team scenario. Right. Uh, I would give the two teams a buy in the 30 team scenario then. Yeah, I, I I thought it was like a, I thought it was a more goofy number than two, but. No, two's fine because if you yeah, take... two's fine to make it a thirty team. Yeah. Otherwise, I would say thirty two and no teams get a buy, and that would be electric. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But no, uh, instead we're stuck with the typical playoff format until they come to a solution. Yeah. Oh, anything else to add on this one? No, but I'll tell you what, because I am so starved for just American sports, anything live. I have been rocking a massive chub for the NFL draft, and my team doesn't even have a fucking first-round pick. My team does. We have a first-round pick. We're sitting at 10. We're going to find a way to make this thing special this year. We got new uniforms, and and that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Um, they're not as sweet as the Chargers, and that's sad. No, the Chargers are clean. Chargers hit it out of the park. Um, maybe that's what we'll do. We'll talk about um, what teams need a redesign whenever we're stuck for uh, stuck for content next. Oh, it's, gonna, it's gonna happen soon. <laughs> There's only so much CVBL to talk, <laughs> and the Red Sox can't fuck up every week. I know. <laughs> Until next time, he's seven. I'm Tommy. We're out. See ya. Santa!